Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive & June. Olive & June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. It dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is Paul Horse. Paul Horse. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do that again. Actually, no, let's just leave it no, in. Leave it in. It's That's good. the mark of me. We took the producer out last night for a few beers as he's leaving. Mm. And uh, that's the result of it. I can't even say my own name. Well, that's fair enough. So there we are. Um, but yes, this is the, the best bits of this afternoon's show. And we were joined by the quite incredible Frank Rothwell. He's the Oldham Athletic Chairman. He's 73. Mm. And he has just rode across the Atlantic. Amazing. Absolutely uh, for amazing. For the second time oh, he's yeah. done that. Um, and, yeah, amazing fellow. He, he talks us through it live yeah, I from I did Antigua. ask him a bit of a stupid question. You did ask him, but, yeah. you know, it wouldn't be the first time. No. Um, we also had Martin Kellner join us. Who, uh, That's was, true. Had kicked the whole thing on Sporty <laughs> off in quite an odd way. Very odd. Yeah, very thing. odd, really. Um, and we had a bit of a chat ourselves. Yes, that should did. do you. Here it all is. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Andy. Now, yesterday, we I popped in well, to do... say good afternoon. Oh, good afternoon, everybody. It's just the yes. basic niceties of well, life. It's all, it's all I it. ask. I don't ask much. I don't believe in all just that. Just a simple good afternoon. I haven't afternoon. got time for froth. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Frivolous got froth. No, I've got no time for froth. <laughs> Actually, this is quite frothy, what I'm about to say. Go on, then. So I popped in yesterday, and uh, I pointed out that we were both... Once again, wearing the same colour, brown. This is weird. It is weird. And it's then today we've turned thing. up and we're both wearing a very dark shade of sort of olive green. It's yes. really strange. Yeah? We we're like not. the famous cricketing twins, Alec and Eric Bedser. That's right. Who used to basically get dressed independently of each other, but turn up wearing the same thing. Yeah, but we're they not They were twins. identical twins. I mean, we're not, are we? <laughs> no, Let's be honest. We're not, People definitely probably not. picked that up on YouTube <laughs> already. <laughs> Yeah. Definitely not. Uh, I was reading the Daily Star as I often do, and uh, okay, yes. do you take do you take the Daily Star? I do take that. I'm one of the few people in Chiswick that do. I'd say. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> right. I think you're in their entire readership in Chiswick, <laughs> yeah. aren't you? Really? I reckon I am. All right. What do you take? I take the Daily Star. You know, I love the letters page. For me, the barely edited letters page. Legible. Nonsense. <laughs> Honestly, this is the most. way, it's page. all written in text speak, even though it's actually a letter. It's, uh, it's uh, down to your gentleman's club. They'll lower their copies of the star when someone yeah. makes a noise. <laughs> anyway, this is the motoring report. Yeah. And it's a report on quite pricey SUVs, uh, BMW X3, the Alfa Romeo, Stelvio. And then they come to the Porsche Macan S. Nice. And it, Lovely this is vehicle, the review. sir. Fast with excellent handling. Only drawback is that everyone's got one. Well, every story has got a Porsche McCann. I don't think they well, have. Sometimes they have free chips on the cover. <laughs> so maybe they've gone free Porsche McCann. 
What a strange thing to write in that column. Yeah. But there you go. So it's... they're ubiquitous, are they? <laughs> well, I'd say you got a Porsche McCann? I, I haven't. No, nor have I. Definitely not. So much for that theory. Uh, yes, talking of their letters page, uh, a Magpie fan, not Newcastle, but Notts County. Oh, OK, yeah, yeah. Wrote in with this, and it's, it's in a way, it's, I mean, it's very local. I mean, it's surprising that they publish it. What's happening down at Meadow Lane? Mm. Is the question mark. 10,000 crowds, that sounds good to me. Rubbish football, tops at scoring, rubbish defence. I can't make up if this person's happy or not. Too much possession in their own half. Come on, not sort your defence out. Couple of big defenders, please. It, it's written in the style of Ron Manager, isn't it? That's <laughs> it all it's lacking is, isn't it? And you know, isn't it? That's what it really needs. Definitely. Very, very strange. Passing out from the back, you know. It's, it did sound a bit like that, didn't it? Anyway, we should salute Ben Duckett. What a spectacular oh, yes. knock that was. Absolutely sensational. We're going to have a chat with Steve Harmison later on. And it, it, it is great watching England, the way they sort of set about chasing a total, isn't it, really? It is. It's fantastic. It's just so depressing to see the lack of crowd there, you know. Yeah. I don't quite understand whether it's security reasons this may be the thing. But why aren't the games been taking place in the big, you know, Mumbai, Delhi, Kolkata? I think they know? like to take it on the road. They've done yeah, it in the past. The they? taking it on the road when there's about three people there for this brilliant test match and yeah. these brilliant teams. I think it's... Really a pity, you know, but then what can you do? I mean, is there the interest? I mean, you see, you know, I'm, uh, would you get, because it's test cricket, would you get bigger crowds if you were in the big cities? Oh, I, I think you know. would. I, I can't imagine with the way this series is poised and the cricket that's being played, you know, that Mumbai wouldn't, you know, wouldn't be full. But who knows? I mean, it's something we can talk about with Harmy, but it is a bit, bit of a shame, actually. Yes. You know, it's really some great cricket. Now, there was a story this morning about how um, nerve, people with nerve damage could be served up a course of ping pong. They found that the bat and ball pastime, as yes. they call it here, didn't want yeah. to say ping pong twice, could have said table Very good tennis. for MS sufferers, they reckon. It's yeah. like they're putting it on, it's going to be on prescription. I don't know how they're going to do that. They'll just give you a table, I guess, or I know. set it up for you. But um, what does it say here? The, the trial, <coughs> so they talk about all this whole thing, and then it goes, the trial comes after Spurs footballer Son Heung-min dislocated his finger in a row with South Korean teammates for playing ping-pong. What has that got to do? Nothing to do with it. The story of the health benefits of ping-pong. Why did you have to shoehole, crowbar in a piece about Son? I did see that. It did seem odd. I couldn't quite see what the picture was all about, but it's actually a good bit of research, so let's hope it... Uh, well, no, that's good. That's, yeah, good. that's yeah, yeah. good. Just to leave Son out of it. It's got nothing to do with it, has it, really? <laughs> Anything else you want to talk uh, the about? The Prem's VAR coach uh, is leaving three years and returning to... Rugby League, former Super League ref Phil Benton, who's a great yeah. ref, has been poached to fill the new role of head of match officials. Yeah. It's hard to know what he's been doing, though, for three years. It doesn't seem to be going too well, has it, really? I'd like to. You would have gone into his bosses, and um, he said, um, I think it's about time I made a move! <laughs> yeah. Very much Watch so. the... Uh, we, were out, we were out last night. Our, uh, our producer is mm. shortly to leave us, and we had a little team, yeah, very sad. team night out. Uh, we did. were there for the early stage. Yeah. I was there for the mid stage, and it seems a few of them stayed Went for a late for the stage. Very late stage. <laughs> yeah, well, that's part slightly of the shonky production team we have today. I'm afraid. <laughs> but um, why did I bring that up? I don't know. It was very nice. <coughs> very nice to me. Dry cough. Um, yes, I brought it up for a reason. This is not a good sign, isn't it? Maybe I was. Maybe I shouldn't have stayed for the medium stage. It's not a very uh, good we sign. All that I forgot. We all went out. We all went out. There was some sort of sport. Oh yes, the rugby league. Um, oh, yeah. We went back to the Moortown Bell, which is where we had the company Christmas party, mm. and uh, we had a game of darts, we had a game of pool, we had a bit of a sporty evening. Lovely, yeah. And they have like got a million screens there. It's up near St Catherine's Dock if you're in London. Yeah, it's a very nice place, nice yeah. sports bar. And um, yeah, the rugby league was on, 
And I, uh, I, I did send uh, Adrian Durham a message because it was his beloved Hull FC getting a bit of a shoeing, oh, of yes. course, in the game. And I was watching it all unfold and didn't realise he'd gone. He went with Stuart Pearce and they met with Nicky Barnby as well, Adrian tells me. Yeah. Lovely picture. I didn't recognise Nicky at first. I mean, it's been a, it's been a long uh, time ago. Yeah, I can see it's him. He's, he's a bit thinner in the face. Yeah, I always... I always thought he looked... I tried once to... We had a sort of look-alike thing in 90 minutes. And I always thought he looked a bit like Benny the Ball uh, in his playing days. <laughs> Very flattering. But we contacted, um, we contacted Hanna-Barbera and said, could we use a picture... Could we have a picture of Benny the Ball for mm. this? And they said no, because they didn't think uh, it, it, show, it showed the character in a great light. Really? When I met Nicky Barnby, I was very quick to tell him. <laughs> yeah. I can't see that case. <laughs> I don't know. That was just what they said. Cease oh, and desist. Oh, but uh, yeah, so they probably the shouldn't game. even mention his name. Oh, Benny, yeah. Benny the Bull, I mean. Benny the Bull, that's Not right, yeah. Big but anyway, um, yeah, they, they were at the game last night and it wasn't. It didn't go at all well for, uh, for Hull FC. Well no, beaten by Pele got sent off. He did, yeah. yes. And uh, of course. It says here, the hosts who finished with 11 men looked as if they could do with Rugby League's version of Maradona, Messi and Ronaldo too. Yes. It was Pele. It was Franklin Pele. It was Franklin Pele. He, yes. he, he just sort of chucked an arm in. He and, went against uh, everything his footballing namesake is known for. Yeah, well, no, that's, that's There's not, a vicious swinging arm. And I, that's true. Actually, I never remember Pele whoa, being a vicious Pele, swinging no, arm. No, he was not. You talked to Tim Vickery about that. People think he was some sort of shrinking violet, but they would play football in those mm. days well, yeah, to true. take the kicking you did. He could put himself about Pele. Mm. You know, he was definitely... Anyway, um, Steve Harms, <laughs> just talking up Pele. Sadly, he can't hear us, but... <laughs> Um, Steve Harmison joins says, us. I remember him saying, come and have a go if you think you're hard yeah, enough. you want some. He would have <laughs> been great at the Pele. crazy gang. He wouldn't have started cutting up his trousers <laughs> and set light to his trainers. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. That Rabona goal that we were talking about uh, earlier in the week. The whole goal, the yeah. Whole goal, it's now been correctly attributed. I, don't, I could never see why they thought it was an own goal. It, it's, it's an amazing... A, 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 what's his name? I should remember what his name is. The whole player, he kind of heads down the touchline and then <laughs> a bit of a mazy and then Rabona bonus it into the sort of top corner. Jaden Philogene. That's right, yeah, yeah. Um, and um, at first it was given as an own goal. I think he got a brush off a defender, but how could you do that? I nah, mean, obviously they looked very, at the trajectory and saw it was still going in the net, but it's got to be up there with the old Pushkas hmm. award, you would think, come the end of the I'd season. I'd say so, definitely. Yeah. And uh, our old friend Sylvia Monk, she's oh, okay. been writing to the sun. She's been writing to the sun as long as we've been doing this show. Well, that's right. I'd love to know how She'll many letters as we will. <laughs> Who's going to go first, us or Sylvia? It's Maybe you're question. Sylvia Monk, Andy. Maybe it's all falling into place. It's me. I mean, I mean, I love Michael McIntyre's big show, but Sylvia's not so sure. Oh, isn't she really? No. Well, let's find out she why. She says, and obviously knows more about the show than Michael, yeah. take the celebrity guests out of Michael McIntyre's big show. It's much more fun when the unexpected star okay. has a hilarious build-up and then a beautiful unknown voice moves everyone. AJ Adudu used her centre-all slot like an advertising campaign for Google Pixel. Mm. Well, so have you, Sylvie. If you give them a nice mention. And so have so you on national radio. So Fair enough, really. It's still, still paying, paying out. out. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's so funny, though, the, the assumption. You know, I would never tell Michael McIntyre about anything to do with his show. He's an absolute master at what he does. Andy, it's an opinion. You're quite a bit of sit here and say how useless a footballer is. What's the difference? Sylvia her opinion is not valid. Yeah. I mean, is, I wouldn't rate against this. I mean, it is a letter to the sun. It's not you know, government policy. <laughs> no, that's true. We should wish a very happy 40th birthday to regular listener Jack mm. Brokenshire. He's been in touch. He, oh, yeah. he listens to the podcast every day because he's not always able to listen to the show. So 
I don't know if this is going in the podcast, Jack. Somebody might have to tell you otherwise that we said happy birthday. But happy birthday and thanks for listening. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. We're going to salute Frank Rothwell. We spoke to him before he set off on his uh, Mm. Atlantic row and he completed it yesterday. I think a day later than he ideally wanted to. But um, It's remarkable. It certainly is. I think he's become the oldest person to row solo across the Atlantic at 73 years young, the Oldham chairman. He joins us now from Antigua. Hello, Frank. Good morning. Yeah, good morning morning to to you. you. Congratulations. Many many congratulations. Um, Oh, thank you. Wow. I mean, it's the second time you'd done it. I mean, was it... I mean, you're that little bit older this time. I mean, apart from that, was was it tougher this time? It was was much much tougher this time. It was... um, the conditions, the wind conditions, and the the current conditions were not as uh, expected or have been for uh, forever. And um, so it, it was a much more difficult challenge this time. Much, yeah. much more. Um, I wasn't just a day late; I was three weeks late. Oh right. I, 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 I intended to do it in forty nine days. I got a faster boat, a lighter boat. Got everything making sure that everything was as light as possible, got myself as fit as I possibly could at my age, and uh, and, and off we go, and things don't quite work out. The, um, for, for the, for the, with the currents and the, and the prevailing trade winds, so um, it ended up blowing me backwards and going around in circles and all sorts of things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so much you can do about that, is there, really, at the mercy of the elements, of course. And the practicalities yeah. of this, I mean... You could, you, how long can you actually row without a rest? And what happens when you do rest? What happens to the boat? Do you, you can't well, anchor it, can you? Well, yesterday I rode non-stop for eleven hours to get into um, into Antigua, and but I, I can't do that at full belt. Like you can't be boat race rowers can't row at that speed all day. But but I could row about seventy um, percent of capacity, and I managed to do that all all day with keeping topping up with. Um, oh, all, all sorts of concoctions, crunchy bars and nuts, and to to give it give it give it the strength to continue. Yeah, but but to answer your question, you you can't um can't go all day and every day. Uh, if there's more than one person, first of all, I was solo. Uh, but if there's more than one person on the boat, then split it into shifts, probably two hours on and two hours off, continually twenty four hours a day. But well, yeah. I don't do that. I go for probably maybe. Four to six hours, and then have two or three hours dos, and then get on again. And work myself to a particular time or a distance before I have a rest. What happens to the boat then when you're sleeping? It drifts a bit, well, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, we're, we're talking about a solo row, not as a. If it's um, a four-man boat, mm. then the boat is always going the direction that the rowers want it to go. Mm. Just to put a little bit more power into it, but with the solo boat, when you go to sleep, the boat then is able to drift anywhere. But if you can put it in the right position, pointing in the right direction uh, during the night, hopefully it will continue to go in the direction that you want to go because okay. because of the trade winds and because of the currents, prevailing currents, the the, the Gulf Stream currents, which go in a clockwise <laughs> um, direction in the North Atlantic. Sorry. There was a little bit of concern for you, Frank, wasn't there, yesterday? Because you went off course a bit. Um, but oh, you, you no. were just having a kip, apparently, weren't you? <laughs> oh, God, no. I, I, this is going to go around the world, isn't it? 
all that happened. Because my family was in Antigua and mm. um, waiting for me to arrive, I put more efforts into rowing than the previous days and I got mega tired. Yeah. And uh, so when I was rowing, I just wasn't putting the efforts into rowing and uh, I spoke to my wife. She said, I'll have a bit more sleep. So I didn't do it. I went, I went, went to sleep and, and expected to wake up in three or four hours' time, which I'd been doing. Oh, I went through eight hours. And, and when I woke up, I looked at the uh, first, <clears throat> I was supposed to call in 20 miles before and see her. Anyway, I'd missed that. And I looked up at the clock and it said, oh, Nine, had to, 11 miles to go. I thought, oh, I'm late. So I got on the radio and they said, where are you? We've been trying to call you. So why? <laughs> and then I looked out to this wind, window. Goodness gracious, I'm about <laughs> a mile offshore. But I'm not in the place where I should have been. The boat had drifted um, westwards and I was going around the top of the island and going down on the other side, which could have had um, disastrous consequences because um, I'd then be going there. Not personal consequences just in case I've been going the wrong way around the island and wouldn't be able to get back to the finish line. So yeah. you've had um, to get up there and get, they send the um, media boat out to go and, and see me and, and guide me to make sure I could get around the headlands I need to. Anyway, luckily, um, I was strong enough and I'm able to put in uh, enough, enough power into the rowing and I managed to get all the way from the uh, from the west of the island right around to, to the south where I needed to be. You see, I, I saw the picture of you when you got into Antigua. There's, um, a bit, it looks like you had a bit of windburn, a bit of sunburn, but that seems to have died down because we can see you on the screens. And uh, a beautiful full beard, yes. Frank. I mean, I mean, you're still oh, sporting yeah. that. You've not shaved that off this morning. No, no, no. I've, um, oh, I'm hoping to uh, get some more TV when I get back to the UK. So I want to remain yeah. in the uh, wild. Uh, anybody sees me in the UK, they can see me how I am when I got off the boat. But I don't like beards. I'm going to get shut of it afterwards. Yeah, so it always. Mm. If you've done a kind of big Atlantic row, you want to keep the beard on. It's like it's a, oh, it's yeah. a marker. Absolutely. And you're, you're able to keep up with results, I take it. Latics results oh. while you were there. Yeah, oh, yeah. Both positive and negative. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A great win on Tuesday night. That was a good do, and uh, going for great things at Maiden tomorrow. So, um, yeah, I was kept up to date with, with my son, who was doing my routing. Mm. Um, when you do this this thing, particularly solo, you needed somebody on shore uh, to actually keep an eye on uh, where the winds are, where the winds are going to change, and it particularly the currents. Because, excuse me, with the with the winds, the winds you get two weeks' notice of. The general wind changes, but the currents, you only get two days notice of work and expect the currents to go to. Right. Mm. Now, you've sailed across the Atlantic, and now you've rowed across. Which was harder? Oh, silly question. It is really, isn't it? Well, I suppose it is really. Yes. But, you know. You're generating uh, all the power. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing rowing was harder. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. But also, uh, it's the second time I've rowed this. I've actually sailed across the Atlantic three times twice in a race and then twice uh, out of a race and with this I also did this race this rowing race three years ago and in a different boat and this time was much much harder yeah. the um there's so many different ch changes into the weather and the weather patterns um last time it didn't rain on me this time I got drenched a few times and when you're rowing in the rain, that mm. is really demoralising. You know, if, it, if it's raining and you run into your car, yeah. it's, um, you know, it's, it's, you just run into your car, you get in your car, you take your house to the rain. 
when you're mm. rowing and it's run, water's running down your back and all that. So, yeah. Oh, it must be very hard for your players to say, well, we played Tuesday and we played Saturday, Frank. I'm a bit tired. I mean, it must, it <laughs> oh, must, yeah. must make exactly. it difficult yeah. for them to moan about that. <laughs> so, is, finally, Frank, is that it? You were, Never again? Is, is it at 73? Oh, or? But, but also, it's a little bit dramatic Then I've just said. Also, I had a, a series of capsizes. Wow. Well, once I was, I was, I was, I can't remember, I was asleep at the time, but I can remember the ball going, going right, right over, and I thought, oh, goodness gracious. But I wasn't, you, you're ready for it because you're prepared for it mentally, you know, you think you are. And then uh, when it happened, um, all of a sudden, my peanuts and my Mars bars on <laughs> water came in the cabin. And the cabin is only very small. It's only about as big as Undie kitchen table. Mm. You can only just sit up in it and crawl in and crawl out. And you've got your radio communication stuff in there and you, everything else is in there. And um, so then, then um, once I got myself around from that, I then uh, decided to put the put the boat on what we call a, a sea anchor or a para anchor, which is a, a parachute that we put into the sea. It's about two metres diameter mm. and it's about 100 metres of rope on it. And that holds the boat against the against the sea, so the boat will stay in the same place. So the waves come, the, the waves go over the front of the boat. It makes it a much easier ride. Uh, yeah, chance for you to, to rest. Well, well, we should well, mention the 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 charity. Yeah, you've the, raised the money that two hundred and seventy thousand pounds or so for Alzheimer's research. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We're, we're, what we're doing is raising uh, raising funds and awareness to find a cure for. For dementia, dementia is a is a terrible disease. You know, um, one in two of us are going to uh, be affected, sure. directly affected by uh, dementia sometime in our life. And um, just to put in also into some perspective is that since COVID, um, two of people I knew, only two people I knew or, or friends, they um, died from COVID. Yeah. In that same time, five people, close friends and relatives of mine, have died from dementia. You know, it's such mm. a serious, uh, serious. No. Dementia is the biggest killer in the uh, in the country at the moment. No. You know, well, we've got to do we've got to do something about this. And if the country can get together and uh, raise funds and make donations to uh, Alzheimer's Research UK, yeah. and then because they're going for a cure. Um, so that's really what I'm here to, here to do is to promote absolutely, uh, yeah, and the other charity. If anybody would like to make a donation to, to the, the charity, just go to Just Giving Frank Rothwell. That's Just Giving oh. Frank Rothwell, and and make a donation through me. I think people Once. would have been inspired by what we've mm. just discussed. So I, we'll put a link up on our on our Twitter page, Frank, and uh, people can just uh, link through from that. Yeah, it's a marvellous achievement. Like th thank you to Ryan Reynolds and Rob McAherney yes. uh, for the kind donation from uh, uh, for, for the donations through the Just Giving. Uh, thank you very much, Ryan and Rob, for, for your do do donation. I thought they said and, they don't uh, want to. They said they don't want to play you again. They said, didn't they? <laughs> well, we don't. We, we don't want to play them again. Do you know what they did? Do you know what they did? Mm. We when we were when they were thrashing us three 0 the direction fans started to chant, "Frankie, Frankie, what's the score?" Right. Now that's not nice, is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Well, hopefully some Wrexham fans will make up by giving you a few quid. That would be good. Frank, it's oh, been... Oh, a... yeah, no, they've well made up for that. Yeah. 
Good to talk to you, Frank. Um, congratulations again. Uh, thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much for giving me the time. I give the, the charity the time and the exposure. Thank you very much. All the best. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Smart Encounter Squad number nine with the week of sport on TVs. He's here live and in the flesh in live, the studio. Yes, lovely to see you, Martin. Yeah, yeah, lovely to be here. Um, I know we've got plenty of sport to cover, uh, but you want to kick off with Dog's Dental Health, I understand. Yes. Uh, this is from, <laughs> it's from well, Dragon's and, Den, is it? Well, yeah. Andy keeps on uh, reminding me about this channel called Sporty Stuff. Oh, yes. Sporty Stuff you'll find on 427 on uh, on Sky. Right. And there's is all it, is sorts it of. Free? It's free. It's totally free. Right. And I'm not surprised. <laughs> there's um, <laughs> there's a lot of darts on it. Darts with people you've never seen. You, you know, these are darts tournaments you these don't know. Playing in the pub on CCTV, more or less, more or less. <laughs> and loads of greyhound racing. Oh, okay. So greyhound racing is a bit of a problematic area, certainly with with animal lovers. You're a dog. Uh, a dog I'm a dog owner, yeah, yeah, a dog yeah. lover, and all that. And mm-hmm. a lot of people find that certainly post racing, greyhounds don't have the best life uh, always. Yeah. But I was quite cheered to see that there was a, like a ten minute feature. I mean, they've got a lot of time to fill, to be honest. But there was a ten minute feature on dogs' dental health. Oh, so okay. I'm not. So this is all new to me because I'm not uh, an owner of a dog. Yeah. But I di- and I didn't realise just how important dental health is oh, yeah. with dogs mm. and how it's really the the uh, portal to everything that could be happening with a dog. Well, it's the same so, with humans, actually, as yeah. Yeah, but we won't go as into John that Tigana, the old Fulham yeah, manager, yeah. when he came in, he made them all go to the dentist, the yeah. Fulham players, to check oh, well, on their go. dental I health. Oh, well, there you go. either. Mm. That's, um, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, we should do a whole thing on dental health. <laughs> well, I think <laughs> we should. Really do yeah, an really. hour's phoning. I think I, we I'm should. always fascinated by greyhound commentary. I, I, I love the fact they can't be bothered to say that it's too quick and they can't be bothered to say... It's too quick. They just go three from five, from six, from four, and 
back, takes his back in fourth. You yeah. think, what's and going the one on? that's leading at the first yeah. bend is, is well, usually the winner. The, ro- the romance yeah. of a greyhound Anyway, that, that, so, uh, but I was quite cheered to see that they had an item on dental health, <laughs> telling people how to look after their greyhound. Yeah. Uh, and they said, they, you, first of all, you put your finger in the dog's mouth. Mm. Um, okay. so, well, first of all, you smell the breath, don't you? You can yeah. tell the dog's got bad dental health because of the breath. Is this XL bully? I'm not putting my finger in the dog's mouth. Well, the thing about these dogs with sort of bad teeth they can't bite you but they can give you a pretty nasty suck yes but, uh, <laughs> here I'm, here, I'm here all week yes. back tonight um, but the, the point is that they were talking about smearing peanut butter I don't know whether you've ever done this mm. they said put your finger in some peanut butter or marmite yeah. and smear it on the, the canine the, you know, the, yeah the, the dog will clean self as in clean it off it will clean its teeth or yeah a bit, a bit it'll get the dog used to you putting your finger in its mouth because okay. if you suddenly put your finger in the dog's mouth and what the hell's a bit going of a on shock. Here? I mean, yeah, if I had shocked, much yeah. like if it happened to you now with me, I mean, Absolutely. you'd be a bit shocked, wouldn't yes. you? Uh, and the other or stuff... maybe your tail would start wagging, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how you'd approach it. Well, no yeah, yeah, with uh, trepidation, actually. <laughs> the, um, but there's a lot of it is adverts for um, devices that are going to make you healthy and keep you fit. Right. Uh, apparently, sitting is the new smoking, according to the ad- <laughs> advertiser of something called... Uh, Orbitrex MX, right. which is a thing where you sit, as all the people in the ads are about my age or Andy's age, yeah. and it's people sit watching the TV, mm. but their legs are going all the time. It's a bit like... Oh, it's the Ian Botham thing. It's a bit more expensive version. So, on like a little bike thing. little bike. Oh, that's you see, oh, yeah, like yeah. You see rugby So they're pedalling while they're watching... Pedaling while you're watching. Oh, yeah. that's a, well, that sounds brilliant. Yeah. yeah, it sounds very so good. So that's on there. Um, but more interesting. Couch to no K. <laughs> that's yes. Pointless, yes. really. Okay. I did watch uh, Secrets of Success, okay. which is a thing that they uh, pop up sort of between programmes mm. on uh, Sky Sports Cricket. Yes. So when they don't have much cricket, they show this. I've seen it before, but this is a new series mm-hmm. uh, with Nasser Hussein talking to various people who are fairly big in the coaching world yeah. with mm. Secrets of Success. They're not really secrets. Okay. You know, they're just chats, really, because there aren't that many secrets to coaching anymore because we've seen so many programmes and we've read the Malcolm Gladwell books and all that. Yeah. Um, but an interesting chat with uh, Judy Murray. Yeah. Um, there was a great um, uh, stating the uh, flipping obvious, mm. if you like, where she said because she's taken lots of uh, young um, young kids on tennis tours to like, Holland and Belgium and places, and she says the ones who the ones who ask you is there a swimming pool in the hotel yeah. or is there a McDonald's nearby, they're the ones that aren't going to really make it. Really, thought, really, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's a surprise. And the ones that are so really motivated, they, they will make it. But she talks interestingly about being a tiger mum and a pushy mum, etc., mm. etc., which is a big thing in tennis. She seems to have got the balance about right. Yeah. Uh, although she was moaning about how when um, Jamie and Andy are having any success, the press or the TV largely show um, pictures of her sort of fist pumping yes. all over the place. And she said, I used to wear like a vest. And as I'm fist... And I was quite skinny at the time... And I was fist punching and you know clapping above my head. Hmm. Everything was sort of wobbling all over the place. Right. So well, that would be a problem. Uh, so she said she now. Uh, More politely clapped. She applauds. She says oh, okay. like a performing right. seal, um, and that seems to have worked for her. Oh. Um, How are they little sort of ten minute things? Did you say? Are these are these secrets of success? Are they quite long shows. They, they are quite. They're they're a full okay. length show. Oh, they're okay. like forty five odd Didn't minutes. You the one with A. B. De Villiers. I think I must have seen that about. 
ten times. That's a lot of these things happen on a few times. Yeah. I, I saw... I mean, Ben Stokes was on, and he was quite mm. interesting. Yeah. The only the thing that I thought mildly interesting was somebody like Ben Stokes says that the players have to have an element of fear. It can't just be... Um, I'm a good bloke, yeah. and they like me, and I get on with them. There has to be an element of fear. And um, Judy Murray said the same thing, because the interviews, you know, NASA goes around, sits down with various people in the coaching world. Yeah. But um, uh, Judy Murray said the same thing about Ivan Lendl, mm. that, uh, that Andy Murray was scared of him, yeah. really. But the interesting mm. thing was Boris Becker, who you remember I mentioned last week with the horses in the bedroom. <laughs> yes. yeah. They didn't mention the horses in the bedroom. <laughs> oh, but he did, um, he did say at one point, uh, that Andy should ditch his mum if he wants to have success. Wow. And she was... Quite hard to ditch your mum, isn't it, yeah, really? Ditch, also, that's he, what he said. He had a lot of success. I mean, he's had a lot of success. He had a lot of success with, with Ivan Lendl, but, mm. you know, she met him years later, because it was on a newspaper bill in the middle of Wimbledon. It said, ditch your mum, Andy. <laughs> yeah. uh, and she's walking and sees this newspaper bill. Later on, she uh, approaches Boris Becker and says, you know, you can't say that, ditch your mum. And uh, he said, well, I was right, wasn't I? Because even that, and she said, yeah. she found him very arrogant, oh, okay. uh, Boris Becker. But then again, so did um, one of the Mrs. Boris Beckers that I was talking about last week. Yeah, so the horses in the bedroom. You. Yeah. I don't know absolutely. if we're going to have time to do justice to the Ryland I'll show. I'll mention it next week because it's a fantastic yeah, show. It's, good. Well, well, good. it's really good. Mm. And the great it's, thing about it, you don't realise that it was only 1988 when we, when we had Section 28, mm. uh, which was obviously, you know, a key thing in you see speeches from MPs in Parliament yes. saying we can't have schools teaching homosexuality as mm. if that's a, like a concept. So this show, um, I mean, you can set it up, this show is called uh, Ryland Homophobia Football and Me. It's on TNT Yeah, Sports. I'll mention it next week. It's, I mean, yeah. it's really, really worth watching. Okay. And I think Ryland's, uh, not only because he's a West Ham fan, yeah. I do think he, he's, a, he's spot on as a presenter as well. I enjoy him on the uh, Strictly Come Dancing spin-off. Yes. I think he's really good on that. And so we never got a chance really to talk about the game you were at last week uh, at uh, the London Stadium. Oh, but that's, probably, that's probably a good that's thing. That's a mercy. That's probably a good a thing. Mercy. You came all the way down uh, to Were watch. you yeah. one of those that left at 4-0? No, I wasn't. Um, I was... Uh, it was a sort of holiday. Not I wasn't down for the weekend, but oh, right. we, I came down to see Cabaret with the missus. It was a Christmas present, etc., right. etc. And as a treat, Uncle Andy, who's a season ticket holder there, um, gave me a ticket. God bless him for that. God bless him for that. You're sitting alone in your room. Well, it's better than watching West Ham, isn't it? Absolutely. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Well, there we are. That's how it all unfolded today. Uh, We reconvene on Monday after another busy Premier League weekend. Danny Kelly, as always, will be I'm joining I'm tuning into Overnight to see if Martin's doing anything else on doggy dentistry. Yeah, I'd like to think he'll go big on that between one and four. Um, so that's us. Yeah, have a great weekend. We'll catch up with you on Monday. If you can't listen to the show from one on Monday, of course, as always, the podcast will be available around four o'clock. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between one and four p.m. on TalkSport. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. 
Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.